Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And thank you. Welcome back into a busy Saturday morning and taking a look at our uh, text message board. 504-260-1870 is how to get in. we got Trucker Life checking in. Uh, here's one uh, with regard to the Manhattan industry. It says, before going all in against the Manhattan industry, look at all the facts. There were many more plants and boats fishing for Menhaden in the mid to late 80s. There's a lot less pressure now and less catch today. All sides of this subject needs to be brought out. Uh, no doubt uh, it is a very valuable economic industry, but where it takes place, I think, is the problem. Uh, we're spending an awful lot of money trying to save our coast and do restoration projects, and when those ships come in and start churning up right close to those islands and shorelines, uh, it's very detrimental. Uh, obviously, it's a business. They want to get us where the fish are and do it as cheaply as they can, and there's a lot more fish up close to the shoreline. But by keeping them out there, yeah, they're going to have to expense more and cut their profits, but uh, it's at less cost to the general public. Anyway, that's one side of it. Uh, here's one says, why is Louisiana always last in line to have changes? We should be first and let other states follow us. Thanks for the job. I couldn't agree with you more. And uh, here's our friend David Hubble in Alabama. He's shouting out to uh, Mr. Cecil Barnes in Mobile, Alabama, called the Shrimp Man. He's the go-to guy for shrimp, crab, meat, and oysters. You can find him in his red truck in West Mobile selling them. He's got Louisiana fish fry products, too. Uh, how does he cook the shrimp? What, any suggestions? i tell you what I had last week, David, was some of those um, Louisiana fish fry barbecue shrimp. That instant mix they put in the package, oh, it's so easy and so good. Just get you some real good French bread. I don't know where to tell you to get French bread around Mobile, but get some of that and plenty of butter and you're in business, my friend. Uh, here's one says, uh, double down in quotation on abuse of our fishery resource is the exact phrase I used to. Pogi boats need to go. And uh, let's see, we have this one says, I saw the picture. This is from Justin. A wasted fish floating in the water. I am infuriated someone would do that. Basically, that's their story. Had too many fish, uh, couldn't 
pull them in, couldn't put them in through the suction to get them in, so they basically cut the net loose. Now, why they did not go out and try to salvage those fish, again, could be an economic thing, could be a cost thing. Uh, here's a question. Does David know anything about the Lake Maurepas controversy? Well, <laughs> one controversy at a time. We'll get to that one on another show. Uh, here's a comment from a Mississippi listener. Nothing harms the numbers on flounder specks and reds more than pogey boats. Did not know it is banned in some states. Make Mississippi next. Yes, it is banned in Florida and Alabama waters. Uh, Mississippi's got a mile buffer, which is pretty good. We only have a quarter mile with some exceptions are closer to our islands, but a lot of people feel it's not far enough out. And here's one thank you for bringing up the redfish topic. I know there's plenty of theories, and the first step to addressing a possible problem is recognizing. Shows like yours give those topics that are important to sportsmen a louder voice. Keep up the work. All right. Thank you, Smokey. Appreciate that. All right. A couple other announcements I wanted to make. Uh, National Hunting and Fishing Day is next Saturday, September 24th. Uh, used to be Louisiana Wildlife and Fisheries put on uh, locations all around the state. Uh, they kind of had a hiatus due to the COVID pandemic, but it's back this coming uh, next Saturday, one week from today. There'll be celebrations at Wadil, that's in Baton Rouge, Woodworth Shooting Range, Bodcall Wildlife Management Area, and Black Bayou Lake National Wildlife Refuge. Um, Used to have them all across the state. They kind of cut them back, but they're very nice events. Uh, you got shooting and fishing demonstrations, exhibits from a lot of the nonprofit organizations, and they also let uh, the attendees shoot at the ranges. They've got fish in the ponds and boating activities. You can learn an awful lot, and it's a lot of fun. It's National Hunting and Fishing Day celebrations. Uh, if you don't know where those areas are located, go to the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries webpage. You'll find them. Also, we told you about uh, Canada was, uh, <laughs> we had the, the, the U.S. Uh, Secretary of Agriculture was banning the importation of hunter-harvested wild game birds from Canada into the U.S., which was pretty silly considering that the birds fly across. They migrate from Canada into the United States on their own, so preventing people from bringing them back was probably not a smart move. Well, they rescinded that now, and American hunters can now bring their birds back into the United States. All right, we come back after this timeout. We're going to check in with Captain Mike Gallo. They call him Born on the Bayou. Find out where he's fishing today. Maybe he can help you find some of those fish. We'll do that right after this three-minute pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And that's what we use to introduce this guy, Captain Mike Gallo. It's a Born on the Bayou report brought to you by Seto. You know Seto for $199 a year. Get you a membership You'll get fuel dropped off where you need it, when you need it, jump start you for electrical problems, tow you in if necessary, whatever it takes to get you back. It's really peace of mind is what you're buying. It's for you and for your loved ones when you're out on the water. It's just a phone call away. Captain Chris, 504-301-4545 or go to seatow.com. Captain Mike Gallo joins us now. And Captain Mike, what you looking at on this September Saturday morning? Well, Don, I got my group from Texas in today, and we're going to run over to the Biloxi Marsh and see if we can round up some redfish. The last two days have been pretty successful on redfish. They've been biting spoons and plastic under a popping cork. Oh, okay, combination. No live bait? No live bait. We did take some dead bait. I think one of the boats may have used dead bait. 
but I heard they were biting just as good on the um, on the um, gulp under a cork, or sometimes we rig the uh, the mega matrix. It's a little bit larger matrix shad, about a four inch plastic, really durable, and um, it mimics a mullet very well. And redfish eat that up. Did you stop and try for any trout? Or, uh, I know your Texas guys are pretty much red fishermen, uh, but have you or any of your other boats looked for any trout? I fished trout the last two days, and the tide will be falling in the Biloxi Marsh relatively soon. I think yesterday high tide was something like 6 o'clock or 6.15, so by the time we got there, the tide was already falling. And there were several inlets where, you know, the, the water is falling into a bay or a lake, and there'd be shrimp and birds. You could fish under birds, and there was a combination of white trout and speckled trout. We caught quite a few. I would say yesterday we probably caught 70, 75 trout to keep 28. And we fished hmm. until 9 o'clock. Uh, at 9 o'clock we pulled the plug on the trout and went into the marsh and looked for redfish. We pretty much did the same thing Thursday. The only difference was Thursday we had 30 trout before we went into the marsh. So it's been pretty consistent. Nothing big. you got to measure a lot of your trout. And quite a few of them are going to be 11 and a half, 11 and three quarters. But um, there's some keepers mixed in with them. Mike, you mentioned white trout, which we have no size limit on. What is your uh, benchmark for keeping white trout, or does it depend on the day, the size of the fish that you get you keep? Yeah, I would say, you know, the first 10 or 10 inches, and then as you get more in the box, the, the increments go up. You want them to be 11 or 12. Or We even had some uh, early in the week, I fished some of the deeper passes right here in the Wrigley's area, Unknown Pass and Catherine Pass and even uh, Blind Wrigley's. And we had some white trout 14 to 15 inches, some really nice ones. So the deeper holes in these bayous are still holding some trout. I heard that, that water around that Lake Catherine area was not so nice. Uh, is that kind of cleared up now? It's got a stained look to it. I think a lot of that is... In the Wrigley's area, the tide is still coming in, and it's probably going to come in to say nine, maybe even a little later in the morning than that, and that's pulling water from the Pearl River and sweeping it into the Wrigley's. So it has a stained look through it, although on the bottom I'm sure it's pretty clean because it it doesn't seem to be affecting the fish. Now I have purposely stayed away from the LNN Bridge and all of the different tributaries of the Pearl River itself. Because I figured with it being high, only a week to two ago, that water may still be dirty. Mike, right across the road from the Spots and Dots Lake House Lodge is the uh, Big Branch National Wildlife Refuge. Uh, have you hearing any shots or seeing any teal over in that area? I was paying attention. I did hear some shots, um, especially when we were over by the Blind Wrigley's area, which is not far from the Pearl River wildlife management area but we did hear some shots and we actually saw two teal that would be wednesday uh, i haven't seen a teal yet in the biloxi marsh yeah water's really that's, that's high over there 
Yeah, that's the kiss of death for teal when you get those high water conditions like that. Well, Mike, thanks for being our eyes and ears for both the teal and for the redfish in the trout. We really appreciate it. Somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, com. Got a little bit of a ring to it. Give us that telephone number if they want to call you. The old reliable telephone is 985-781-7811. All right, you and the Texans, have a good day, and uh, we'll get a report from you again next week. Thank you, Don. We'll talk to you then. All righty, Captain Mike Gallo, there he goes. By the way, he's probably going to be at the Slidell CCA Banquet. That's coming up on the 20th. If you want to join or participate in a live auction and get to tell some fish stories and hear some, uh, the Slidell CCA Banquet is going to be this coming Tuesday. Check it out online. All right, we'll come back after this. It's time for the Paddler's Report. One Eric Mohabarak will join us to complete that. We're back with his report right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. And our stroking, uh, paddling, slash peddlers report with Captain Eric Mohabarak is brought to you by Massey's Outfitters, three locations, Covington, New Orleans, and Baton Rouge. And Eric, understand they got a fresh shipment of eggs in there. And I'm not talking about the chicken-type eggs. Oh, yeah, Don. They uh, just got a big shipment in, um, and they, they've been flying out the door, too, you know. Um, and those eggs are great, as you well know. I'm waiting to get my hands on one, <laughs> you know, I'm just, just saving up a little bit. But uh, they got some other stuff going on. They got uh, some the summer clothes, you know. They, they're closing out on the uh, summer clothes. They got some great sales, you know. They're flying out the door. Uh, they still got some kayaks uh, left, you know, after that big sale they had on the Hobies. I think they got uh, they waited on a shipment of Hobies. I know that, but I know they got a few left uh, at, at, at two of their locations, the North Shore and um, the, the one in Mid City. And uh, also, Don, I don't know if you knew this uh, about the uh, rentals, the kayak rentals. Oh, tell me about it. Uh, well, you know, if you rent a kayak, let's say it's uh, thirty, forty, fifty bucks a day uh, from Massey's, when when you go and you decide to purchase a new kayak, they will take that rental fee off the the price of it. So it's kind of you know try before you buy deal. So not only you can do do it that way and take it where you want to try, like where you fish or you where you like to kayak at. Um, you, you know, you can also go to the demo days. So there's a few different ways you can try out the kayaks. And I think that's a pretty good deal where you can rent and also get a little discount on, on, your, initial, on your initial purchase of a new kayak. Yeah, I think they call it rent-to-own or something like that. It's a great idea when you get enough uh, times that you use it, you actually own it. And that's a, that's a great way to get people involved. All right, Slamboree. Yeah. Tell me about Slamboree, Lafayette uh, Club's tournament. What's that all about? Yeah, that's the sister club to Bayou Coast, um, and they're, they're, they got a tournament going on down Highway 1 right now, um, you know, which is the same place that Fallen Tide of Palapalooza 2 is going to be held. Uh, and uh, they, they, it's a slam tournament, speckled trout, redfish, flounder. Uh, and a lot of people go and use this as not only a scouting day, but participate in their tournament to try and win, win a little bit of something. I think they got some real good prizes. I don't recall what they are offhand. I know they will have a little festive activities later i believe that's going to be at uh bridgeside too today um not sure don't quote me on that i have to find out um but anyway it's, it's a good little tournament you know those guys out in lafayette are some great guys good deal good deal what about some other areas that people might want to go this time of year uh, we're kind of making that transition period especially on the trout yeah, well, um, you know, Leeville's been doing pretty good. Uh, 
You know, it, because of the transition, it's a transitional season. Uh, you know, it's a transitional season. They're, getting, they're moving, you know, a little bit further north. Like Jesse, uh, they've been doing really well. Uh, guy caught a four-and-a-half, uh, and then he caught, caught a three-pounder which is, a, you know, about a 23-inch fish. Um, you know, the reds are in the marsh up there. Uh, you know, they got some, some bigger ones. You got to weed through, through the slots. Uh, also, the, the flounders, they, they've been on the cuts and the points, you know. It seems like, you know, they're going to put them on, on, on hold, you know, with a season, and the flounders have showed up. Um, you know, the, the baits they've been using, of course, is the gulp or dragon plastics on the bottom, also live bait, um, which will be allowed in uh, falling tide this year. Um, you know, so if y'all, you know, if y'all decide to come fish falling tide, grab you a bucket of minnows or some live shrimp. Can never go wrong with the live bait. Um, you know, and that's October 1st, Don. October 1st, and where's that going to be, falling tide? That that's going to be held on Highway One this year instead of out of Plaquemines Parish. They kind of switched things up a little bit, uh, and that's going to be at Bridgeside. Uh, I think uh, the festivities are like Friday night. They're going to have dinner, hand out the captain bag. Then Saturday they do you know the, the actual fishing tournament. Uh, they have a raffle, and then they uh, do another dinner. Uh, most probably, I think I think Pasolai is Friday, and then I think they may be frying the fish on Saturday evening. So it's a good time, even if you want to come out and check it out. You know, there must probably be about 100 people out there, um, you know, um, from all over the state. It's one of the biggest draws that uh, the club does have. But it's it's going to be a good time. And, uh, you know, it's always a good couple days. Uh, I'll be down there Thursday through Sunday. So uh, we're going to try and fish on Saturday, (laughs) see how it works out. You know, hopefully I'll have some luck behind me. Just a couple weeks away. All right, now New Orleans fly yeah. fishermen—they have a uh, that that Rio Grande perch rodeo. Any information on that? Uh, I know I forget the date offhand, on, but I know it's coming up, and uh, it, it's where they're catching the invasive species. You know, uh, Texas bluegills, mm-hmm. Rio Grande is what it is. Uh, isn't that a South American cichlid? Um, cichlid that's that was released. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was released from the aquarium uh, uh, business, uh, the pet industry, and uh, they're kind of they're invasive, very aggressive. But uh, these guys go out and they hold the tournament. Uh, it's the one who catches the most uh, Rio Grands, uh, and it's all on fly, and you are allowed uh, to fish anywhere in the New Orleans metro area. So Metairie, Kenner, West Bank, Chalmette, uh, you know, uh, North Shore. Uh, anywhere you can find these things, and they keep them. So it, you know, and they keep them because you're supposed to not throw them back in the water because they are an invasive species. So it's kind of helping the environment, also. You know, uh, if we could figure out something to do with those apples, and ass would be doing good too. You know, but uh, yeah, it's a big old tournament. Those, there's a bird called a yeah. limpkin that's uh, trying to help out and eat some of those, but I don't think they can eat yeah. enough of them. I tell you, those lagoons in New Orleans yeah. City Park is an excellent place to catch those Rio Grande perch. They're usually loaded with them. I know they had a freeze several years ago that kind of wiped them out, but I think they came back with a vengeance, and they're, they're plentiful in there again. Yeah, they are. And uh, Bayou St. John also has a lot. Uh, a little tip, you can throw bread in the water like you're feeding the ducks, and they'll come up like piranhas and eat it. <laughs> you know, you just throw your fly in there and uh, just snag them out, you know. So Long I don't know times. if that's legal chumming, but, but uh, it, it's a good time. It's something good to do with the kids, too. But remember, throw them on the bank or, or throw them away. I don't know if you can hey, eat they're good them. eating. Uh, oh, yeah, they're good eating. Right. They're okay. good Yes, right. indeed. All right. Yes, indeed. Well, I'm going to have to start trying them. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Cap Merrick, thanks for the report. Somebody wants to get a hold of you, uh, tell us how to find you on uh, Facebook and also your phone number. Yeah, um, it's the Louisiana Kayak Company. You can find me on your website, uh, Don Dubuque, the Outdoors Guy. Uh, you can also just give me a call, 504-313-8292. All right, my friend. Thanks for the report. We'll catch up with you next time. All right, Don. Have a great day. All right, Captain Eric Mohabarak, Louisiana Kayak Company. All right, coming back after this, I'm uh, going to tell you about the Alabama beach fishing update that I got some information on. Also, a uh, big buck contest, some changes in the Double D contest, if you've been participating in that. And also the story, kind of a strange story, Bad Boy of the Outdoors. His name is also what he was charged with doing, Hunter Harassment. Back with that right after this time out on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. All right, I got some text messages coming in. Big E from Thibodeau had a good day fishing the ponds in Homa this past Wednesday. Picked up three bass, two catfish, and three perch. All right, way to go, Big E. Uh, Here's a report uh, says empty skies, Don. Pond full of grass, marsh is healthy. You're not alone saying that. Uh, Now, southwest Louisiana got some great teal reports. I'll be heading there to make a hunt uh, with Hayden Richard and his gang, the state duck calling champion uh, this coming week. And uh, we had a good hunt down with Ryan Lambert. He's been killing quite a few birds down at uh, the Point Lahash area across from his Buras Lodge. But outside of that, in southeast Louisiana, been very tough. Uh, sporadic at Catahoula, too, at best. Um, let's see. Here's one says, did Mike say no live bait at the dock? No, I heard Mike Gallo say they did not use live bait uh, fishing for the redfish in the Biloxi Marsh. They were using artificials and, and dead shrimp. Uh, and here's one says they love hearing Captain Eric on Saturday. It's the only reason they're awake since they're not fishing today. All right. Thanks for listening. Also, Jason the Barber checking in. He's on his way to work, uh, to the shop. All right. want to remind you, Bayou Wild TV this week, uh, Pacific Ocean Pioneers is the title. Uh, we're now into Season 9 of Bayou Wild Television. This is about San Diego sword fishing. Uh, my co-host Martha Spencer and Chris LeCock made a trip to the California coast looking for swordfish and they found them check it out it's called Pacific Ocean Pioneers and if you want to find out the times and stations where you can find it too numerous to mention go to our webpage byuwildtv.com all the channels all the systems are listed there and you can always catch it on YouTube also all right we come back after this it's bad boy the outdoors time kind of a strange case it's called a hunter harassment and allegedly committed by a guy named Hunter. Back with his story right after we pause 10 seconds to let our local stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Dateline, Pearl River Wildlife Management Area, Thursday, September 8th. The Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agents were notified about Hunter Sessions harassing an alligator hunter resulting in a citation. Allegedly, a female was setting alligator lines on the wildlife management area when Sessions harassed her. Now, we don't know exactly what type of harassment was perpetrated, and we can only guess. Nevertheless, hunter harassment in Louisiana, as in many states, is a criminal offense punishable by a $350 fine, which, if convicted, will be assessed on 29-year-old, coincidentally named Hunter Sessions of Pearl River, our bad boy of the outdoors. 
Yeah, kind of a strange story there. All right, uh, we got a, a big buck contest uh, kicking off at Double D Processes up in Bogalusa. And this year, uh, I talked to Tom Stogner, and they've kind of changed it up. What they're going to do, they got an excellent prize. They've got a Browning Gold White Medallion 270 with a 3x9 Leopold scope. And the, it'll start on October 1st and run through February. Everyone who brings in a deer for processing of any type, any size, will qualify you for the drawing for this Browning Gold White Medallion. Beautiful rifle. And it's all compliments of Double D, which is located uh, up in Bogalusa, and uh, one of the great deer processors in the area. Makes a great sausage. Ooh, man, that one with the brown sugar. Excellent stuff. All right, uh, our text line is open, 504-260-1870. You got a comment, question, and when we come back, we're going to talk to Captain Ryan Lambert. I was uh, seen in a duck blind with him filming a Bayou Wild episode as we hunted teal down there, and we'll find out if he's in the blind this morning. I know he had an alligator hunt planned, something a little unusual for Ryan, but uh, he kind of does it all. He's our plastic man. He's up next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, last time I saw this guy, we were having some uh, pork chops and beans and the uh, Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge after a teal hunt. Captain Ryan, you back in the marsh, or are you going gator hunting, or are you fishing? What you got going on today? I'm going. I'm going to get some dinosaurs today. Dinosaurs. Get them out the okay. so they don't eat dogs. And uh, Stegosaurus or Brontosaurus? <laughs> don't matter to me. I just want the sources out. <laughs> the dog eater sources. So we're going to yeah. get rid of a few of the big girls today. And uh, the boys out there. I think I got 13 hunters hunting right now, and another 12 fishermen out right now. And then they all going to swap up. We're going <laughs> to those ones that. Hunting right now, the fish in the evening, the alligator hunters will fish this evening, so we're we're very busy. <laughs> yeah, y'all moving and coming and going. Has the teal hunting slowed down? You know, boy, you guys started off with a bang when that little nice front system came through, and uh, I guess we need some fresh birds by now. Did it pick up since the other day when I was there? No, not really, not really. You know, we're killing birds, but uh, yesterday the boys came across a bunch of them in a couple of spots, so they went set up on them. So they ought to do well this morning. I haven't talked to them yet. I'm waiting. I'm waiting to go out there and let them finish finish their hunts before I go checking the alligators. You know, but uh, when and the, the fishermen been doing good, you know, there's so many little trout. I mean, just bazillions of them, which is really good. And there's a, a, a same thing with the little redfish. I mean, there's tons and tons. You can catch 80 little redfish, you know, just undersized, which is really good because. And as you know, we lost that spawn two years ago, and that's what all the hoopla is about with the, the lack of redfish. But we got to tons of little ones. So next year, you know, come May, those will be 16 inches. I mean, they grow really fast. So it'll be good. There's tons of bull reds out there. A lot of people want to catch the bulls. So, um, you know, they went to spawn last Friday, and now they're back. And it's all good. <laughs> Everything's good. The river's low. There's tons of flounders in the river. So it just depends on what somebody wants to do, we'll go do. Yeah, that river's down uh, 3.3 maybe and continuing to fall. Hadn't, hadn't been that low in years. That, that's good news for this time of the year. Yeah, you're so right that about ban, that. That band that they killed, uh, did y'all find out where that, that bird was banded from yet? I, I, they didn't tell me. I didn't, I've didn't. i been so busy I didn't even ask. I'll find out. But um, 
you know, the Snapper season will probably will close tomorrow night. In fact, it will close tomorrow night yeah, at midnight. It is. Right, right. But, man, no one can go out there for the last week. I think it'll open back up later, you know, because nobody's been able to get out there after them except for maybe a giant offshore boat. It's been windy for, shoot, since last weekend. So yeah. I don't think, you know, people have a good shot at them this weekend either. So hopefully we'll get a little another shot at them later. But there's tons of mangrove snappers and triple tails and cobias. So, I mean, the the, the – it's limited, which limited, limitless, which you can go do. So it just depends on the wind and what it lets you do. But there's a lot of choices. Ryan, we had a little discussion earlier about that net that was abandoned, full of fish over there on Polly Beach. Uh, in your area, what experiences have you had with the pogey boats? Um, you know, they they'll come in right there on you. You know, they they get on those schools. But you know, when you're fishing the bull reds, the bull reds are in those schools of pogies, and that's what you're looking for. You're looking for the pelicans diving, and you go over there and see the slicks, and that's how you catch the bulls. So, you know, they go and they surround the whole school. Well, you know, they're catching the redfish. I mean, there's no doubt about it. I mean, they floating all over the place after they leave, but. You know, everybody's got to make a living, and they, I think that they can just do it further out, you know, where. Because when those schools come in close, that's when the bull reds really get after them. You know, it's just, you know, the, the reds go out there two miles to spawn and all, but most of their life is spent further inside. So I think, you know, they they need to just compromise and, you know, go out a little bit further or, or put limits on. I mean, when you catch so many, you can't even get the net in. What does that tell you? Yeah, well, I mean, that may have had something to do with where it was. If you want to see what the bycatch is, yeah, put your gas mask on and start going through that net, and you'll see what the bycatch is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, even if it, the bycatch, as they say, is insignificant, which I don't believe it is, uh, when you take that amount of pokies from that close in, that's got to, to hurt the, the fishery because that's a food chain. Everything eats a pokey. Trout eat pokies. Yeah. Redfish eat pokies. This is the least pogies I've ever seen since I've been fishing 45 years this year. Maybe it's just this area because they caught them in the west right there and they had enough to fill their nets so much they couldn't open it. But in my area, I, I don't see the giant massive schools like, we, like we've like we been seeing. You know, you don't – like the east side over there, they, they usually have pelicans diving everywhere on them, and, and they're just not, you know. Uh, mullets, pogies – I'm just glad to see the flounders and speckled trout coming back. Right now, there's a big, like like I said, there's everybody pointing fingers about the redfish, but we just lost the spawn. I mean, that's just the way it works. I mean, Mother Nature, the, the slenny's not right. Those eggs don't float for a week and hatch, and then those will float around there for a week or two, and then everything's come flushing in. But with that high river we had, the same thing that opened Neptune Pass, it was 17-3, which is over flood stage. And we, it was still high during the spawn, so I'm sure those eggs didn't float and we lost them. So, you know, that's my theory on what happened. You know, the biologists, I wish they would come forth and, and tell people what happened so we could stop all this finger-pointing stuff that everyone seems to be doing. Well, by the time they accumulate enough data to make a, a, a determination, this problem probably will have solved itself. Yeah. yeah, oh, they solved itself already. We just got to wait till May for them to grow 16 inches. They got a lot of fish out there. <laughs> and then they'll be there. You got it. Yeah, All right, well, uh, good luck on the dinosaurs. I uh, hope you get a uh, get a big one. Just stay away from the Tyrannosaurus Rex. Uh, that, 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 yeah, you got to stay away from the front part. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. All right, y'all have a good one, and uh, we'll catch up with you next time. Well, let me know what what to do about that gun situation, too. Oh, we're going to take care of that. Martha's still here. She's offshore today. And, uh, you know, either that or, or somebody will run up there and meet you Sunday. But 
If not, uh, if we get another front end, I'll call you and we'll get a real good teal hunt for before it's over. Hey, sounds good. All right, my friend. Take care. There he goes, Dinosaur Hunter, Captain Ryan Lambert. All right, coming back after this, going to tell you about some Alabama beach fishing. i got a little update on uh, fishing over there off of some piers. Uh, it's very, very productive, and we got a lot of Alabama listeners, but they also welcome people from Louisiana to come over and fish. Got some great areas, and I'll tell you about it when we come back. Right after this, on the outdoors with Don Dubuque. All right, for those of you who uh, fish the Alabama beaches or would like to, uh, you're going to have two choices to catch some of those inshore species. One is a Fort Morgan Pier. Now, that's been closed down, but they're getting ready to reopen it. It's going to be opened up uh, with a lot of brand-new improvements on it. The parking lot's been improved. Uh, they're going to have a kind of an L-shaped dimension. It's going to be pretty big, uh, about 305 feet by 210 feet and 40 feet wide. Uh, the old pier had to be demolished and the barges were removed, but the new one is going to be more storm resistant and it's going to be also uh, built so that Americans with disabilities uh, can, can participate there. And again, the parking area is going to be nicer like there by the adjacent boat ramp that's also been refurbished. So the Fort Morgan Pier, that area has really been known for flounder fish. And they've also got redfish, speckled trout, but most uh, people like to go there and catch the flounder because it's a natural migration path for the flounder to migrate through there. And so that's going to uh, – now, flounder, unfortunately, in Alabama is going to be closed through November to protect the fish, just like we've got a closure in Louisiana coming up October the 15th through the end of November. But outside of that, you'll be able to catch and keep them, and there's also other species. The other spot to fish there is the Gulf State Park Pier. Uh, it's going to remain open, but, you know, it was damaged, and that was from Hurricane Sally, which is now two years ago, and a lot of the damage has yet to been be repaired. So you've only got access to a little bit more than half of the pier, but it's still going to remain open. So two choices there. Don't need a boat if you want to fish on the Alabama coast, the Fort Morgan Pier and also the Gulf State Park Pier. All right, don't forget uh, next week, uh, very important, uh, the – Clean out your freezer weekend, as it's called. Uh, there's going to be volunteers with Hunters for the Hungry set up all across the state. Uh, if you go to cleanoutyourfreezer.com, you'll find the locations all over the state. There'll be one near you. And just take whatever you've got in your freezer. You know, I, I participated in one last year, and we had people that just stopped at the store and made purchases. I mean, they were bringing in ground beef and, uh, I mean, some pork chops and, and, and other groceries. You know, it doesn't have to be just wild game or fish, but that's primarily the, 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 the impetus is to get people, go look through your freezer, say, ah, this is getting a little old and my freezer's crowded and I'm going to be bagging a deer and getting it processed. And if you've got any venison sausage or uh, wild ducks or birds and uh, any of that that's been processed and put in your freezer and you can spare it. Uh, the Hunters for the Hungry will put it to good use. They work with organizations like Second Harvest's Food Bank and some of the churches. And I'll be set up at Southside Cafe. Now, uh, Martha Spencer and I with Bayou Wild, we go there, we make appearances there twice a month, and we tape features there and, and meet and greet folks and it's usually two Mondays a month. Uh, we were there last Monday and had a great time, as we always do. And I'll be back there Sunday with uh, some volunteers with me with Ice Chest. We'll be waiting for you to bring your Ice Chest with your wild game and fish. 
and we'll store it in those ice chests. And then when we wrap up at 4 o'clock, you need to come between 1 and 4. And, hey, while you're there, get yourself a drink or a great meal at Southside. And we can talk a little bit of hunting and fishing. And then at 4 o'clock, there'll be a truck coming by to pick it up and take it to uh, some of the places there. So, anyway, if you want to participate in that, it's Hunters for the Hungry. And it's uh, cleanoutyourfreezer.com is the way to do that. Don't forget the National Hunting and Fishing Day. If you want to celebrate that next week with uh, one of the official um, celebrations in the state, there's going to be four of them. Wadil Wildlife Refuge. That one's in Baton Rouge. Woodworth Shooting Range in Woodworth. If you've never been up there, it's worth a trip. That is a, a phenomenal place. They do an awful lot of uh, programs up there. The Bodcar Wildlife Management Area, that's in Houghton. That's in north Louisiana. And then on northeast side of the state, up in Monroe, the Black Bayou Lake National Wildlife Refuge. And what they do is they, they volunteers go out there from various nonprofit organizations and also Department of Wildlife and Fishery, and they set up shooting and fishing demonstrations. Uh, they let the kids fish in some of the ponds. They let you shoot. You can see exhibits from the local chapters of Many nonprofits, including the Safari Club, the Coastal Conservation Association, and some businesses get involved in it. But this is a great opportunity to get, especially bring the kids out there. Kids just spend way too much time uh, looking into their iPads and their cell phones these days. You need to get out and get into the outdoors and, and watch the show that goes on there. It's uh, it's quite an event, and, and of course, it passes along the tradition. If we don't have kids and the young people getting into this to replace us, who's going to keep all of this going? It's wonderful fishing and hunting and enjoying the great outdoors. Well, hope you enjoyed our show today. We're going to be back again. We do this every week. It's called the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. For those of you who might be first-time listeners, it's kind of a new show. Uh, we're in our 34th year, and we're going to decide at some point whether to make it permanent or or not. Uh, but it's been a lot of fun. We get live fishing reports. We talk about issues in the outdoors. And we'd love to hear from you. You can text us each week at 504-260-1870. Put that number in your phone and put it to good use. We'll see you next week. I'm headed to LSU-Mississippi State game. See you then. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 